Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your new companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Batman Bond correspondent, Brendan. Hey, didn't we talk about this? You can't just be the Batman Bond no, correspondent. Okay, so I am now your sidekick. You are my You're sidekick. You're taking me under your wing. It's a, it's a big wing. Could you please wear deodorant next no. time? No. It's like a hot and spicy wing. <laughs> Makes your ass water. <laughs> you make my ass water anyway. No, I make your ass water. We need to keep moving on. <laughs> we do need to move on. As I said, welcome. This is what? Episode 2. Episode 2. Episode 1's been very well received, oh. so thank you to all our listeners out there. And today has been a very big day for news, which is why we're recording tonight. An absolutely huge piece of news came out today. Which we'll get to. We're going to sizzle you with that for yeah, a minute. Sizzle, yeah, we're, sizzle. We're, just, we're just going to let that simmer. But in news, what yes. we're going to start off with, Heroes of Cosplay. Now, have you yes. heard of this, Brendan? You told me about it, yes. I did. Now, we're big lovers of cosplay here at Geek Speak. It's a highly underrated form of the geek fandom yes. of our culture it there's, there's a lot of negative connotations to it there is which i'm going to talk about in a minute actually yeah. keep going <laughs> but a uh, new tv series starting on august 13 on sci-fi channel so it's in america i believe that's america there, there, there is, is a sci-fi in australia but i don't know if it's as to whether we'll get it straight yeah. away who knows but it's a um six episode docu-series that your typical reality show, it's a competition. Mm-hmm. Take a lot of established cosplayers, people who are renowned for doing the convention circuit and a few lesser knowns. Yep. Uh, give them a time limit. They've got to create stuff, you know, from fantasy series, TV shows, movies, whatever, mm-hmm. in that time, and they compete for cash prizes. Awesome. So, very much would, looking forward to that. that. Well, I will too, because there is that... I'm not a cosplayer myself. Well, I've Nor done I. my... Um, I mean, I've know, done Halloween parties yeah, and stuff. You, yeah, you dress up in a costume. But you look at someone like Nick Scottney. Yes. He's very a... Very good friend a, of the show. Very good friend of it, of Geek Speaks. He's a God, seven-foot monster. And when he he's is. in a Batman cowl... He's about ten-foot. But I mean, um, I don't know if you ever saw Comic-Con the movie that was released no, on I DVD haven't. here but late last year. There was a whole, followed a heap of different people from different paths all going to San Diego Comic Con. One of the crew that they followed was a group of cosplayers and I can't remember the video game that they were basing all their costumes on, but their their costumes had robotics and all that and they, they end, I think they ended up winning and then out of that being seen in Comic Con the movie, they were approached by a movie studio who's working on a film for this video game and they're helping with the costumes. Well, it's a lot better than the reaction some cosplayers got the other day that you were telling me about. Okay, so this is this is almost a, a case of what grinds Brendan's gears. But uh, <laughs> Rah, yeah, on, Brendan Rage. On Saturday morning, uh, Sunrise were doing the live weather crosses from Oz Comic Con in Melbourne, and James Tobin, the the first cross they did, the very first weather cross of the morning, they just come straight out of a sports report. So all talking about sport. Bang, straight over to James Tobin. And the first line that he says out of his mouth is, I'll paraphrase, but it's essentially, um, I'm here with a group of people who are probably more comfortable in a darkened bedroom in front of a computer on their own than they would be playing sport. What a douche biscuit. And behind him is a line, massive, massive line, of all the cosplayers waiting I can imagine, in. like, you saw down like Sydney Supernova. Supernova. Yeah. Like, the amount of cosplayers actually surprising. Like, it is a huge... It is. It's underrated, but it's a huge part of the, our culture. And it just... It pisses me off. And I experienced it a little bit when we were at Sydney Supernova mm. with the mainstream media. That 
they go to report these things, it's great that they're reporting it because it does get it out there, but it's either in negative light or the stuff they report on, it doesn't it's not what the people who are going there are interested in hearing about. Like at Sydney, the the only main mainstream media that we saw, all they did was come in, swan about, interview the Try Hoff. Try to get Hoff. Then piss off. That was it. No one was in line to see the Hoff. I mean, there were all these other awesome people and they just, they don't care. But yeah, it really, it really pissed me off, just what James Tobin said. And, and they just, and the whole crew, they kept talking about it. They just... They don't get it, and they keep putting the negative connotation and that real negative stereotype. They kept saying, "Why would someone do this? I don't understand. That's crazy. Why would you know? Why would you do that? Why would do someone they, do, do this?" Do they not just... realize that you know <laughs> they work for geeks? That you know we are taking over the world, and that when we do, like when the machines will rise and the ATMs are the first to shed blood, yes. James Tobin is going to be the first under the foot, under and... under the heel. Of a six-inch Amazonian warrior. The other thing is, too... Now, I know the whole thing's a fabricated, you know, laughing stock, but this is the new host of um, uh, uh, Beauty and the Geek. Oh, he's taken over from he's Bernard... He's taken over um, from Bernard. Bernard Curry. Yeah, he's the So, he's here's the host a guy who's hosting he's the show called Beauty finished, and the Geek. He's just... They've just finished filming it. He's just spent however long with these, quote-unquote, geeks... And that's how he opens his weather cross. Well, I reiterate, what a douche biscuit. But moving on, Speaking we mentioned... Oz Comic Con. Oz Comic Con. Now, from what we've heard so far, very good event this year. Yes. Uh, they moved it to, what was it, the Royal Civic Centre? Or, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. The Royal Exhibition Centre, sorry, in Melbourne. Yes. Now, that was after the absolute clusterfuck... That was that last was year of cramming too many people into too short a space. Yes. Well, to be honest, was it the same venue last year? No, they've moved it. Okay, because they showed an image on their Facebook mm. page on day two of the convention on the weekend. And looks like it's a beautiful looking venue. Oh, it was absolutely gorgeous. However, it just... It looked narrow as it was like a big, long, thin corridor. Mm. It, that okay? Now we've never been there. That may have just been one section, and, and that could have been one section because I have heard from a lot of the Aussie creators that we know that were down there that it was actually very open. Okay, that the they photo really have that they showed, stepped up their mark from last year. The photo they showed did not make me want to go down there, given the crowd issues they had last year, and the the mm. photo they showed was just like wow. I'm not claustrophobic. But I was just well, yeah. I don't want to go in there. You did kind of freak out when I put a pillow over your face uh, on our trip to Supernova, Sydney. That was true. I I was I was hoping, I suppose, you, I was anyone, hoping for some asphyxiation. Anyone waking? Oh, <laughs> well, he went there. But now this is the absolutely massive news that we have. We were looking forward to actually going down to, going Melbourne, to Melbourne next year yes. to cover us Comic Con. But not have to do that drum anymore. Drum roll. Probably buggered the mic then, but who cares? Because Oz Comic Con are coming to Brisbane. And Sydney. <laughs> and Sydney. But who cares? But they're yeah, coming because to they're coming Brisbane. to Brisbane. Well, but this is the thing. They've run they launched in Perth this year. It went well. Yes. They ran their second event in Adelaide. Adelaide. The second event for Melbourne was much better than the first. Next year they have announced Now can I also just say quickly before just with the venue they have chosen, Supernova could be in some trouble. Because one of the complaints about Supernova is the venue. We have, Why don't they have, we have at, mentioned many times that it feels like you're at AgFest. Why don't they have it at the convention centre? 
Where has Oz Comic Con chosen their venue? Brisbane Convention Center. So already, in my opinion, they're they're one. They're up. one up. But they're coming to Brisbane at the Convention Exhibition Center on the sixth and seventh of September, and they're also going That's to twenty fourteen. Uh, twenty fourteen, and Sydney at the Harbour Expo something or other. Can't quite see center? that. No, no, it just Expo. says Harbour Expo from the 13th and 14th of September 2014. So this is absolutely massive news. It is. It is Because we were, we were already haranguing Todd to uh, fly us down there. Yeah. Get him to put us up again. I was looking forward to another Geek Speak uh, road trip. I bet him with his, um, his Scottish heritage and blood mm. breathed the bloody sigh of relief from uh, the dead out there coming to Brisbane. Like, oh God, I don't have to pay for those bastards again. <laughs> but massive news, like especially that... Again, you know, this is at the convention centre. We have been saying, ever since, especially me since Gold Coast. Since the Gold I've Coast, only done yeah. Brisbane up until then. Gold Coast is the only one that was in a convention centre. It felt like a convention. It felt like a convention. Didn't feel like you were being herded by cattle. No. It didn't feel like once it rained and you've got all that wet concrete. You, mm-hmm. It was just disgusting. And, and look, it split all between these different buildings. They split up because and... they keep renovating. And for the show's flagship... You know, this is the only three-day event they do. Mm-hmm. You would think that they would move it to a better venue. So, yep. I love Supernova. I have had some great experiences at we have. Brisbane, we both the have. Gold Coast, and Sydney this year. But I reckon they've got some big competition next year if Comic Con are heading yeah. to convention center. A friend of mine messaged me today when she heard about this, and she was all excited. And as I pointed out to her, I I honestly think the crowd for this thing next year is going to be fucking massive. It's going to pull a massive crowd. And because they get pretty because much of, the same I sort of caliber of, of stars that they get, I, I did notice a lot more, especially Aussie creators, Yep. in the photos for Melbourne Oz Comic Con. Uh, they were being promoted a lot more, I think. They seem, Aussie creators seem to get promoted a lot more through Comic Con than they do through Supernova. But, you know, they still had Ron Perlman, Will Shatner, Shannon Doherty, you know. Yeah. Same sort of caliber of TV movie celebrities, mm-hmm. but they really do have a focus on those creators, and I've heard that from the creators when we were at the Sydney Creator Catch Up as well. Yeah. So, look out, Brisbane. Could look you, out, Sydney. Comic Con are coming. Could you imagine? Because they're expanding it so much next year. If they can get, if they, because it's going to be their first big full Australia wide tour. If they were to get someone like Stan Lee or something back over again for it, could you the, imagine you, that? The, what have they got? They've got Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, yep. and I can't imagine any convention going to Darwin. No. So or and even Hobart. So yeah, I don't think they're, the they're taking the big five. It's the same kind of route, um, the tour route that you know big bands would do. Yep. So. Who knows? He's hoping for Stan Lee. Otherwise, we're just going to get Todd and Wade to kidnap them, kidnap him when they're at the Geeky Awards yes. in August. Yes. Moving on, in case you missed it, General Zod. Neil before Neil Zod. before Zod. Is available for Injustice on PS3, Xbox 360, PC, whatnot. Yes, He's he the is. fourth and final... Well, they say final character to be released with the season pass. Mm-hmm. There is a rumour of a fifth one that's fan-voted. But that now completes a set of Batgirl, Lobo, uh, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat and General Zod. And at the same time, he came out, a little extra came out for Superman. Yes, the uh, Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill costume. Yes, you can play as Henry Cavill in Injustice. Oh, I wouldn't now. mind playing with Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he's definitely leapfrogged uh, Daniel Craig as my number one man crush after Man of Steel. Mm. 
Speaking of Man of Steel, you had a bit of news about a possible prequel. Well, not so much a, a possible prequel, but just the fact that Russell Crowe tweeted a couple of days ago saying that he's been getting a lot of um, people coming up and asking him and, and just showing interest to him about wanting to see a film, a prequel film to Man of Steel, entirely set on Krypton. Which would be pretty cool, because that was a whole new take on Krypton. Wasn't the crystalline structure? It was very organic. Those beasts were amazing. It was actually amazing. Called, actually saying Krypton, not Krypton. Oh. Like Marlon Brando. Uh, Everything was Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> We're out of Krypton. But it, it's one of those things. I'm not a massive sci-fi fan. Get out. <laughs> but I'll teach you yet more. <laughs> but that I would watch a movie, an entire movie. It could be a two and a half hour movie like Man of Steel. If it was set on Krypton, I'd watch it. I thought mm. it was fantastic. Now, he tweeted out basically saying that all the people that have been asking him about it, he said, um, let me see, I'll find the quote here. He said, a lot of you are asking about a Krypton prequel. If that's something you feel strongly about, let at legendary pictures know your thoughts. So he's he's not... The report essentially was that he was rallying to get a prequel, mate. He's not yeah, that's rallying... What, that's what I thought when you told me, yeah. was that he was like... Oh, you know, we should do a prequel with me and, you know, typical Russell no, Crowe, big head about himself. He's not rallying. He's actually being quite smart and saying, hey, to the fans, if this is what you want, let these guys know. They made Don't the tell film. me. Tell the guys with the wallets. Yeah, exactly. The, the checks. Yeah, not that he doesn't have a big enough wallet. No. But, but yeah, it's it's that's what, what's going on. So he's he's told the fans to, hey, let the people know. Although I think he may have had a bit of a misstep because he's put let legendary pitchers know. And Legendary Pictures and Warner Brothers are severing ties at the end of the year, so they won't have anything to do with any future. So let Warner Brothers know. <laughs> yeah, Warner Brothers is who you need to contact. Keeping it on movie news and rock hard abs, <laughs> yes. a little photo came out yesterday of Chris Pratt. Now, you know him as Andy from Parks and Rec. He's now, married I, to Anna Faris, isn't he? He is. He's and he, bastard. he can put on and take off weight for roles, like he's been in Movie 43, um... Bum, my mind's blank. Zero Dark Thirty. He yes. was one of the um, came out on DVD yesterday. Yeah. By the way, ooh, but pick it up. It's a good film. Anywho, he has lost a lot of weight and put on a lot of muscle for his role as Star Lord in Marvel's Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. It it honestly doesn't look like him. His face is tiny. I'm actually wow. scared. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, I I, I did not know. My favourite Doctor Who companion is in this. Now, I don't like Doctor Who, and even I knew this. Get out! Karen Gillian! But How is, did I not know this? She is hot, though, so... She is I, gorgeous. I just know her as the hot redhead from the front of the Doctor Who DVDs. she's Scottish, so we know Todd will love her as well. <laughs> but I was interested to find out she was in it, and I didn't know Benicio Del Toro was in it either. Yes, now, they see, this is something I'm ahead of you with. These are all cast quite a What's while ago. What's going on? These are all cast a little while ago, and all the talk was... That when Del Toro was announced as a cast member, no character was announced. That everyone just jumped straight away to Thanos. That um, Thanos would be who he would be. Mm. Now today came out. Well, it's um, the Den of Den of Geek have claimed that they uh, they know who uh, who these actors are playing. That a solid source has confirmed that Del Toro will be taking the role of the Collector. Ooh. While co-stars Lee Pace and Karen Gillian will be playing Ronan the Accuser and Nebula, respectively. Ooh. So, so right now, it, it's kind of, it, it could be considered unfounded rumours, but mm. I don't know. That's It's shaping up to be a brilliant... They've, got a, they've even got Glenn Close in this. I can't they even do. remember the last thing I saw her Something in. else that's just popped into my mind. If this is true that they're announcing Del Toro as the Collector, that does rule him out as Thanos, which also adds fuel to another fire in mm. the rumour mill that um, 
Marvel have requested an inter- a meeting um, with Vin Diesel. Oh, get out. I don't want him. For a future no. movie. Now, Dude. I don't like the guy either, but I'm just saying, if you look at Vin Diesel and then you look at Thanos but there's and the thing, voice... But there's a thing with Thanos that he was played in the Avengers was played by a Joss Whedon regular. I can't yeah. remember his name, but he got him to come in. Yeah, for that last little bit. So I, I would honestly like to see an undernamed character, someone yeah. we don't know, because... It's like this. We've had the discussion before on the podcast about um, voice actors. Yeah. When you get so focused on the um, celebrity voice of the character that you you're thinking about the celebrity rather than the character in the That's film. That's true. Which brings us on to the next thing. You just told me a little tidbit that I did not know. How do I not know these things? How are you taking over? Wait. The student has become the, <laughs> the master. master. <laughs> Grasshopper. Nathan Fillion. Yes. Another one of my man crushes I would happily rip his pants off with my teeth <laughs> voiced a character in a film you saw the other day, I did. Monsters I University. Saw it three days ago, Monsters University, and I, I first off let me just say I love the film. But when his character was talking, I kept thinking, I know that voice, I know mm. that voice. And a friend of mine went and saw it yesterday and she was talking to me and she said, Oh, how about Nathan Fillion? And I was nah. like, ah, Nathan Fillion. That's the problem. When you watch as many animated shows as I do, everything you see is, I know that voice, which I'm still waiting for. That's a documentary that's meant to be coming out this year called I Know That Voice. Oh, sweet. That's been directed and produced by John DiMaggio, where they talk to all these voice okay. actors. Going back to Monsters University, yes, we have a Geek Speak review of Monsters University. Now oh. watch out, girly Geek Speak and Geek Goddess Anna Marin Jelly. I'm coming for you. Brendan's taking over. <laughs> um, it's just yeah, I really enjoyed the film. If you liked the first one, loved it. Um, well, who didn't with Boo in there? Um, oh, she was a cutie. Now, if you love the first one, Mike you're, go- <laughs> you're gonna love this one. I mean. It features a lot of uh, a lot of characters, a lot of secondary characters actually from the first mm. film have little appearances and there's little things in there where you're like ah, um, all those little nods to itself. It yeah, well really it uh, Mike and Sally's relationship isn't exactly what you'd be expecting in it. Um, well, you can pretty much gauge from the preview that they're rivals. Yeah, like they don't start out as friends. No, and, and actually, someone who befriends Mike very early in the film. Spoiler alert here. Um, is actually um, the villain from the first film. Um, oh, Randall. Randall, Oh, yes. Steve Buscemi. Yes, he's in it to start with, and he's a really... Su- he's a sweetheart to begin with. And you kind of get through the film why he turns. Oh. And, and how he turns. And it's pretty well done, but look, it's it's very different to the first film. It's it's kind of like a, a Pixar frat house. Oh. Pixar does Animal House to a degree. Um, very yeah, funny, messy. very, very funny film. Loved it. Now, did you um, pick up the Easter eggs? Because they get the Pizza Planet truck in every film and the clue to the next film they're doing. To be honest, no, I didn't. You need to go watch it again. I, I do want to see it again. <laughs> um, my only criticism of the film, and it's just a personal preference, is I would have loved... I know continuity-wise it probably wouldn't have worked out. I would have loved to have seen some reference to Boo. Even if it were just her door hanging up in the distance, I would have loved to have seen it. But overall... Geek Speak rating out of five. I'm going to go four. Four out of five. Um, loved it. Go see it. You'll enjoy it. I, I'm really looking forward to that because Monsters, Inc. was one that surprised me years ago. I thought Ice Age would be good and Monsters, Inc. would be crap. Yep. Monsters, Inc. Well, it's Disney. You can do I no wrong. that movie. And Ice Age, I still haven't seen the first one properly. I've tried to watch it six times and I fall asleep every time. And there's four of them now. Yeah, so I, I gave up. So 
Monsters University, the official Geek Speak rating of... Four out of five. Beautiful. Well, that's all we have time for tonight. I hope you're still wearing your pants after that news about Oz Comic Con broadening their horizons next year. Because I can tell you now... We're not. I haven't been wearing pants the whole time. For more of everything geeky, be sure to head along to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv. Check out the videos at YouTube, youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, at geekspeakau. I'm your host, Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I'm the sidekick, Batman Bond correspondent, Brendan. Geek out! (laughs) 